Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. This podcast is about 10 major mistakes biohackers make. And you are going to want to check out the article version of this, which is going to be linked below wherever you are listening to this podcast. And I've been listening to some other podcasts lately. And real quick, I wanted to just note how this is one of the better podcasts out there because a lot of these podcasts about health, wellness, fitness, nutrition, etc., they are, oof, they're a, a painful listening experience with all of the advertisements and promos that are punctuating the the content, the message that you're actually there for, that you click on that podcast and elect to listen to it. And what we do here at Limitless Mindset is we get down to the point. So if you appreciate this, please do subscribe to this podcast, give it a thumbs up, give it whatever sort of algorithmic boost that you can, share it with people that you think it will help. So biohacking can be confusing. A biohacker is essentially a self-scientist running N of one personal experiments. Science is complicated and even professionals make mistakes all the time. That's right. You'll want to check out my other podcast that I did on the billion dollar bane of bad science but talking more about yourself and your own thing and your own life. Biohacking can also be expensive and time-consuming. So here I will break down common mistakes that both seasoned and rookie biohackers make, costing them money and time, along with sometimes health and well-being. So first of all, is impulsive purchasing. Probably the biggest mistake that biohackers or the health conscious make is buying stuff too rashly without doing sufficient research and making naive assumptions about product quality. Sellers of nootropics and health supplements often employ very aggressive and clever marketing. Too many biohackers are convinced by a few enthusiastic headlines or anecdotes and press the buy button without doing due diligence. Biohackers will often buy from the first source they find or the first company in the Google search results. Biohackers will often buy a nootropic ingredient that is wrong for their health goals or challenges. Biohackers will sometimes buy a product just because it's pitched by some kind of internet celebrity who they like. Second major mistake is taking modafinil or worse, adrafinil. Modafinil is an anti-narcolepsy drug, which is extremely popular among biohackers, perhaps thanks to the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper. 
New biohackers will often order it with Bitcoin because they hear it described in really hyperbolic terms by some blog or on YouTube. But modafinil is a problematic drug and far from where people should start their biohacking. You'll want to check out my infographic uh, simply entitled Modafinil is Problematic. Here's why. It's a hardcore focus and cognitive enhancer, but there are a lot safer, more reliable biohacking tools for focus and enhancing cognition. It has a steep tolerance curve. You shouldn't use it daily. Your first day on modafinil will probably be awesomely productive, but dosing on multiple days, you'll run into diminishing returns and you may be kind of disappointed in it. Modafinil releases a lot of dopamine and histamine, which often results in undesirable side effects. About a third of biohackers have some kind of bad experience with modafinil. Even worse than modafinil is adrafinil, which is an inferior, inferior, older, and cheaper version of the drug developed back in the 1970s. It's less effective than modafinil. It's not nearly as potent as a cognitive enhancer. Repeated usage of it likely causes liver damage, and it tastes absolutely horrible. I'm baffled at how many new biohackers order and take adrafinil, though. Years ago, when I was a digital nomad, I had just arrived in a brand new exotic to me country. I was interested in seducing women there, and I uh, totally succeeded, by the way. I actually got married to a girl there later and uh, remained happily married. So in this new country, I knew nobody. So I went on to a local pickup artist Facebook group and found a wingman for the night. I met my wingman, a friendly young guy, and he announced that he recognized me from my YouTube videos about nootropics. I asked him if he had tried any nootropics, and he revealed that he indeed ordered Adrafinil and had it shipped all the way to Eastern Europe. This was just a bit frustrating because in my videos and articles, I make it clear that Adrafinil is a really mediocre drug. Third major mistake is buying on price. The instinct of almost any consumer is to buy the cheapest offering. They assume it's the best value. Unfortunately, with health, su with health, health supplements, the cheapest product offered in a plastic bottle is often at best of substandard quality and at worst expired and rife with toxins. With a common health supplement, nutraceutical, like the herb Rhodiola rosea, not all sources produce an equal product. I'll repeat that because it's important. Not all sources produce an equal product. There's a quality spectrum. 
Some sources offer organic, pure, high-potency rhodiola, and some sources offer suspiciously cheap rhodiola from China that has probably been sitting in a giant warehouse for years. Whereas I wouldn't be quite so suspicious of cheap vitamin D. For example, it's a molecularly consistent supplement that's the same from almost any source. But ideally, you want to, again, order it from the most credible source possible that offers verification uh, spectroscopy done on it. But the cheapest product is not always the worst, and the most expensive is not necessarily the best. There's other factors that should be evaluated. Which brings us to the next major mistake biohackers make, not verifying purity. Perhaps the most important thing to do before buying or consuming a supplement is to verify that it contains the advertised ingredients. If you're buying Alexis, you don't need to verify that it's actually Alexis and not a Kia. But you can't be so trustful of supplements. Unfortunately, there's a lot of bad actors in the industry who create attractive websites, print fake product labels, and sell fake supplements labeled as CoQ10, CBD, collagen, or whatever. Ask to see a COA, Certificate of Analysis, for whatever you're consuming that shows purity above 97%, and an acceptably low amount of toxic heavy metals. And I do link to what are the acceptably low amounts of toxic heavy metals. It's virtually impossible to get supplements that don't contain a single atom of aluminum, for example, but you can choose supplements with an acceptable scarcity of manufacturing byproducts. Next mistake is choosing a poorly absorbed form. So you've got a biohacking goal, like supporting your NAD plus levels for longevity. Vitamin B3, for example, is a natural precursor of NAD plus, but you would need to take a lot of it to make an impact on NAD plus levels and it results in a kind of unpleasant skin flush that a lot of people don't like. NMN, that's nicotinamide mononucleotide, is a highly efficacious form of vitamin B3. It has high oral bioavailability that makes a difference in NAD plus levels and a number of other markers of aging. As you're researching health and anti-aging, you want to delve a little further into the science and find out which form is best. If, for example, if you're gonna take vitamin B12, you wanna take the methylcobalamin form. If you're going to take CoQ10, take water-soluble ubiquinol. If you're going to take magnesium, take magnesium l 3 8 that's my favorite. Usually, you can figure out the best form with a Google search or by cross-referencing the ingredient on PubMed with bioavailability or absorption. 
a credible supplement should describe on its website which form of a given ingredient it contains. If it doesn't, you can often assume it's just the cheapest form. Also, a lot of times a, a telltale sign of a real high quality supplement is when it contains patented forms of ingredients. And you'll almost certainly see this on the ingredient. You'll see something like, uh, oh, what is what is it? Quatrifolic, which I believe is a patented form of, of, of a B vitamin. And you'll see something like that advertised on a, on a nutrition facts label. If it doesn't say that sort of thing, if it just gives a generic ingredient name that you've probably heard of a bunch of other times, but no further details, well, they're probably not investing in the very best stuff, right? Next mistake is stacking before self-quantifying. Stacking is combining different nootropic ingredients or supplements, and stacking can really unleash your mind or empower your health. But a rigorous biohacker will want to take ingredients individually and evaluate how they objectively and subjectively affect them. So you'll want to take ingredients and then do things like brain training, or you can measure your HRV, heart rate variability, on a supplement and see how it affects your cognition and stress response. How are you sleeping on a particular supplement? It can be measured with something like the Sleep Cycle app, or of course you could, you know, just keep kind of maybe a sleep journal and uh, subjectively mark down how you're doing. Does an ingredient cause any undesirable side effects for you? Does it make you sweat more, cause dry mouth, achy muscles, low libido? Do you get any kind of autoimmune response, which is like itchiness or rashes to it? How do you feel on a particular supplement? Do you feel stressed, relaxed, energetic, happy? Do you feel maybe a little bit down or sedated? when you stack or take a pre-made stack, you don't know which ingredients are having which effect. When I took vinpocetine, for example, on its own, I discovered it had a anti-nootropic effect for me. It gave me the dopamine blues, as they're called. So I know to avoid nootropic stacks, Uh, products that combine vinpocetine with other things. So you want to start with one or two credible nootropics or anti-aging agents. Evaluate them for a week or two and record how they affect you. Then add something new. Record the results and see if they are synergistic in your body. Over the course of several months, you can formulate an individualized stack that is copacetic with your neurobiology. And Infinite Age, this is a vendor I like, they offer credible anti-aging agents backed by rigorous scientific Research. A few of them worth mentioning are NMN. This is the epigenetic vitamin for telomeric tranquility. You'll want to check out my podcast on it to understand why. 
C60 olive oil is a super antioxidant for biological antifragility and notable as well is BPC-157. This is the anti-aging peptide and a gut brain optimizer. And I really do encourage you to do your homework on these. Check out my other articles and podcasts on them. Go and read the studies on them. Before buying, these have an impressive amount of scientific evidence along with abundant anecdotal uh, evidence. And Infinite Age is based in the USA. They have stringent lab testing of products and they have a American customer service team. I've dealt with them some and was overall quite pleased, overall quite impressed with them. I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. Looking forward to a continued conversation with you. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.